back. What's Welcome up, everyone? Back. We've got hey, a yo, uh, yo. we've got a third person here tonight. A third Sorry. wheel. <laughs> Our third wheel. <laughs> Jeremy from Atod joining in this week. Glad to have you, bud. Um, hey, just good to be here. Who, no. So <laughs> we've got a jam-packed show for you guys tonight. Yes, um, we do. We're just we're just kind of going freestyle, just wing it. Um, we're freeballing. Yeah, something like that. You might be. Uh, Jeremy and I straight. But we're going to, uh, we're just going to, we got some topics that we've been talking about. And what we want tonight is chat participation. We want you guys throwing questions out. I've got some topics, but as we go through them, we really want uh, just feedback on a lot of these things too, because this is basically backpacking, outdoor oriented stuff. Imagine that on our channel. Imagine that. But. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna get back into this. Um, so we're gonna start out. Chris and I were talking. He uh, had a recent trip to the Charles Seeding Wilderness there and the Hoosier National Forest, and we're gonna kind of talk a little bit, starting out with regulations and the kind of do's and don'ts yeah. of uh, the woods, if you will. Touch a little bit on some leave no trace principles and. Want to get your all's, uh, like I said, a pins comments as we go through this. So, Chris, yeah, interactive, interactive. Yeah. Uh, before we do that, also, <laughs> I want to mention that if you would like to be on camera with us tonight, we have room for uh, seven more people. And all you need to do is you need to email me at. Um, Why don't you throw it up this, on the screen, IT guy? There you go. Yeah, at this email. And I will send you a link. So you just need a can. You can use your phone, or you need uh, your laptop or computer, microphone, you know, camera, that kind of thing. So send me a link, or, or send me an email. I will send you a link if you want to be on with us tonight and be part of this discussion. So we're we're now gonna. We were with Indiana people only for a long time. We're now gonna open it up across the board. So if you are listening and you're part of this and you want to come in and talk and share your feelings. Um, send me an email right here that I can go at gmail.com and I would be happy to get you plugged in here. Okay. I'm looking at some in the chat. I'm looking at three YouTubers right there. Tony, Tanya, Johnny. Yeah. Colleen. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Let's talk. Come on. Let's all right. So let me take that off real quick. Um, so one of the things I want to start out with, I'm going to do a screen share of, let me first start with the story. So I went out to do an overnighter at Charles C. Dean Wilderness, and I noticed a lot of violations of wilderness regulations. And I think what happens a lot of times is that people do not do their research before going out there. They do not read. And I was guilty of that, too. I took a wagon once. You did. Uh, I took a wagon once down to, and you're not supposed to do that. So I'm going to show the wilderness regulations and I'm going to go over the ones that I see that are the most egregious and the ones that are most violated most of the time. Um, so let me do that real quick here. We're going to share a window. Yeah, we're going to go right here. Okay. So here are the regulations. Now, these regulations are, are basically the same for all the wilderness areas. And so over here, the first one, use of wheeled or motorized vehicles, including carts, wagons, and bicycles, uh, and that's prohibited. Now, the reason I, the reason I want to mention this one is because I saw a couple of hunters out there 
and they had a cart like you would use when you're bringing back your game, like a deer cart and it had a wheel on it and they had guns. So I didn't want to tell them that they were in the wrong. <laughs> um, but they were, they were in the wrong. They, they, they took it out there with them and you're not supposed to do that. Another one that I see a lot of is, um, is this one camping within a hundred feet of ponds, which I've been guilty of. Monroe Lake does designated trails or streams is allowed only in designated campsites. So you can camp anywhere, but you have to be a hundred feet away from water sources. And um, I've seen people camp right next to a Creek. Um, and I've camped next to the ponds, but it's always a hundred feet, at least a hundred feet away. Um, let's see. Um, in, in the Charles C. Dean wilderness, one of the major things that I see is parking, or at least it's, it's not so bad anymore, but it used to be, especially during the pandemic, people were parking along the road and you can't do that. And they, there was like 80 cars one time in a row. And each one of those tickets that they got was like $80 a piece. So the forestry cleaned up on that one. Well, they're definitely cracking down on that. The last couple of times I've been out there even just driving that tower Ridge road and just going through and for a drive, they've got DNR sitting out there in the parking lots, mm -hmm. just waiting for you to park, you know, where you're yeah. not supposed to. So if you haven't ever been out there, work for the wise, if you can't fit in that spot, I would move on because they're, I mean, that's a pretty good source of revenue for them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you uh, know, 80 sure. bucks a pop. Um, that's I've seen a deterrent. Yeah. I've seen group sizes larger than 10. I've, now, we've also been guilty of that, but we've tried to split up into a couple of groups. Um, and the main thing that I see out there is people not following Leave No Trace, trash, toilet paper, human feces, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Right. Um, and, and, and honestly, I think that's the big one that will uh, continue to get some of these places shut down is just, you know, <laughs> parking you're going to get a ticket if you're you know taking something out there in a wheeled cart and back and forth i mean yeah they're probably going to say something to you um but leaving all the trash um last year i went out and kayaked um out toward the peninsula trail just kind of off to the side of it and i found this great campsite and i'm like oh cool get in there the new camp uh campfire rings and both of them are just completely full of trash yeah um, I, I had a full bag i brought with me for my own trash to carry out and ended up filling it out um, you know, filling it up on my way out. It's just, that's the thing they're going to, you know, if we don't take care of the uh, resources, they are going to close them or, you know, limit the access to them. I've heard well, everything from, talking about that. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. even heard permits just to go to the deem. I mean, it's like, that's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's, that's probably the easiest way to control the population is, yeah. you know, set up a permit system, only allow so many people in there. I mean, everybody hates more legislation. I mean, especially me, you know, but, but we as people are the ones that cause that legislation by tearing up these lands, uh, you know, and you, you hate to see it, but we're the cause of it. One yeah. of the other things that we've seen out there is people are building structures bushcraft we saw a bushcraft platform one time and mm -hmm. the bad part about that is that they they had chopped down live trees to do it yeah and that was i was pissy mm. about that one um but you're not supposed to build even, even the logs around really the logs around the fire pits even in the designated 
uh, campsites are technically illegal because you're not supposed to build anything. It's supposed to be natural. Now, the, they allow you to keep the fire pits there in the designated spots, but the logs to sit on are not even really up to code or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah, they're definitely um, against regulation. I mean, I've seen some pretty elaborate ones. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. But then it takes the uh, the experience away. So you get out there and you're expecting to be in the wilderness and everything's kind of rough in it. And like, I don't know, Chris, if you remember the uh, campsite, what was it? I want to say campsite six on the Sycamore Trail there by the creek. Man, that thing was elaborate at one. It had benches and chairs, like rock oh, yeah. tables. And it's all tore down since. But whoever was building that was building a palace back there. But same thing. Kind of cool. It's convenience when you get out there. But I don't. I like to get out there and just kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm out of, like I'm out in the woods away from civilization. And that that's, you yeah. know, it goes against Leave No Trace. It's it's really the same as like not burying your toilet paper or packing it out or what you need to do with it. That's yeah, we were just yeah. talking before the show, all of us have been to the peninsula trail and it's like, you know, if you got the campsite and you walk right back in the woods, use the restroom there, it's just disgusting. There's toilet paper everywhere. Yeah. You know, watch your step. That's just, it's yeah. ruining it. So not to harp and get on our soapbox, but this is just, no, we are something, I'm, I'm getting tired of it. <laughs> it's something. Yeah. You know, it, it, it comes from education, and I would, I think pretty much everybody that I've seen in the chat so far that has commented anyways, uh, you know, you all know this, you're experienced outdoors people. Uh, and I think it's up to us to educate the newcomers and make sure that we're just passing along. And that's just through talking about it. And maybe somebody will see this. that's just getting into backpacking and be like, leave no trace. What's that? Hey, look it up, <laughs> you know, yeah, and learn the rules and yeah. follow them because that's how we're going to protect our outdoors. I guess I have, I have, I have patience more with the younger people who don't know than I do sure. the older people who've been alive long enough to maybe have known. And yep. I have less patience with those people. But then again, people in, in this information age that we live in, it's funny. We have all this, we have this knowledge box and people don't know how to find information still. Mm -hmm. It's, it's incredible. Um, I, I I don't know how many people I've educated them like, well, what are you looking for? Well, put that, what you're looking for into Google, start there. And you wouldn't believe how many people don't think uh, to look up regulations. Hey, maybe I'm going to be doing something illegal by, you know, bringing this gallon of gasoline to start my campfire. Yeah. I've seen that too, by the way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's like I said, I bet everybody in the chat right now. Is we, lost this. we lost you, bro. Uh oh, Jeremy, we lost you. We lost your camera, bro. There he meets. So himself. yeah, Jeremy He'll figure it out. Poop, so but no, I'm just kind of reading through this stuff, and I'm looking at everybody that's coming in right now. And you know, I've hiked and camped with every one of these people, and I know you guys like uh, Kilquist said they used up enough tinfoil out of a recent campsite to wrap up about 35 potatoes. That's that's a lot, <laughs> you know. And I've seen it, and I, and I do every once in a while, especially. I'll take out, you know, some steak and peppers and stuff in a tinfoil pack and everything. Pack it out, man. You, you pack in there. It's lighter than it was when you packed it in there. It doesn't have the, you know, I don't know. I could go on, but it's. Yeah, this could be a whole show in itself. Nails yeah, and trees. I've seen that. Yeah. Um, you get there. Just like, what was it? Two, three weeks ago down at um, Cali's campground. There, there was uh, paracord from tree to tree and stuff where people were hanging stuff. And that's in a campground still, but, you know. <laughs> 
that one bothers me know. a lot. I mean, that that one yeah. really bothered me just because, I mean, that can be good on the trees, you know? I mean, that that, that has to do permanent damage to some of those. Yeah. So. But, you know, I don't know. I the, the food bags is another one. You know, the mountain house bags or peak refuel. Those are 10. They don't Well, burn mountain house needs to go in the trash anyway. <laughs> yeah. I still like the biscuits Man. and gravy. <laughs> um okay so is anybody else got any comments on that i know we're kind of running through that but that's just something we wanted to bring up um yeah. like i said chris had seen that on his uh last trip out there and it really brought it to him i don't know it was either that or he was crying because what'd you forget i forgot my kettle i couldn't eat <laughs> <laughs> i was like all i had was like three cheddar brats to be able to make uh <laughs> But yeah, so I had to call my trip short. I wasn't, I was thinking of doing two nights, but I, it was quickly an overnighter because, you know, daddy liked to eat. So that was pretty funny when you texted me and said, I have to call this trip because I forgot my kettle. I can't boil water. I'm like, yeah, you stupid. <laughs> I wouldn't call oh, it. Well, I had, the, I had the new camp. I had the new peak refuel meal. I've been trying to get to get a review on uh, forever and I couldn't do it. Cold soak probably wouldn't be an accurate review. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tanya's biscuits, biscuits and gravy is bomb. If you've had mountains, you like them. Peak where feels better. I'll start that fight. Uh, that's my, so, yeah, I love those. So this is a pretty good segue. I didn't mean to make it this way, but one of our other topics was up three favorite backpacking meals. So yeah, we'll, we'll go through the, the board of the us three here. And then I want to see you guys chime in. Like, what's your, what's your favorite? What do you like? Do they have to be um, like actual backpacking meals or things we like to make? It, it could be. What do you take backpacking? What's your like, if you're backpacking, what are you excited about taking? You know? uh, pulled pork fajitas. Because <laughs> uh, I've been making those like crazy. Uh, any. Any peak refuel meal, except for there's one that I not, oh the the chili mac one I'm not crazy about. Yeah. Um, and then uh, what's the other thing I make? Oh ribeye. Duh. Yeah. Uh, I make a ribeye over fire, and I'm a happy lad. <laughs> so I can go with so I the peak refuel I'm I'm a pretty big fan of. I do love biscuits and gravy. I'll even have that for dinner sometimes. That one is just. That's the bomb. Um, I do like to, if it's cold enough out to bring like, and this is a backpacking from with Jason, just steel. Like he's always, it's a staple in his diet, just the steak with peppers and onions and all that good stuff. <laughs> Mountain house beef. What in the world? It's not real beef. Yeah. yeah that's not beef real like, beef. Beef like product. Yeah. Beef -like. Imitation. It's probably and, crickets. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. It's protein. It's all good protein, man. Oh, but, stroganoff. He's, he's yeah. saying stroganoff. Beef stroganoff. Oh, okay. Got right. Right. boy. That that one's pretty decent. That one's pretty. Yeah. Decent. And then uh, I like pack of gourmet. Um, I like their Teddy Fair chili. That they're that the is, old OG. Yeah, it is. And I literally just ordered that day before yesterday, so I can have some on an upcoming trip. But I also, yep. if you just on a side note for a little extra here. They have some really good desserts. Uh, Mom's banana pudding. I got that coming too. That's great. My only big beef with them is you can't not, you cannot buy them 
on Amazon and their shipping's outrageous. I bought two meals yes. and it's like $8 and 30 cents for shipping for two meals. Yeah. What? So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. my meals were $22 and some odd cents before tax. And then after tax and shipping, it was like 33 bucks. Good yeah, Lord, man. I love their stuff, but I, that's one thing that keeps me from a pack, pack of gourmet. You guys see that, man. Give us a break. Yeah. Help a brother out. Um, okay. What about you? Yeah, Jeremy? that's, so uh funny you say packet gourmet one of theirs i'll, I'll not mention the the uh chili because that's one of mine also but yeah uh the ostentatious tortilla soup that one's ridiculous mm -hmm. so i love that one and then uh the peak refueled chicken alfredo i think is the best alfredo one out there yep. um and then i've got i'm i'm partial to this i'm, I'm very partial to this one um yeah the chili dogs yes sir yeah. would that be the, the Todd chili, chili dogs, dogs? Yes, yes, sir. So they are like they I'll, are I'll like grandma's you. hug. <laughs> They're <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> so I'll tell you what I do. Also on the uh, uh, on the what was the other one? The ostentatious and the state fair chili. When I order those, I actually get a hold of Sparky, and he usually wants them too. So we order like a whole bunch of them up, a whole bunch of them at once. That way we can you know maybe cut down on the shipping. Sure. But yeah, if you uh, if you go in with a buddy, that that helps a lot. It's a little easier to swallow four dollars shipping than eight. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly that's... what you're saying. Yep. So, so we've got some stuff in here too. So Tanya, here, but, well, hold on. Let's start up? with Ross's question because uh, I'm I'm first of all I'm surprised Ross that you have with what you make. I'm surprised you don't know what's a good meal for five people. Right, Ross is the backcountry like, chef, man. Yeah. So how are you going to ask us? <laughs> I've I've literally been sitting there eating at my house and Ross pulls up like chicken thighs with stuff. Creme brulee. He's like, oh yeah. And he's got like, I did the chicken thighs with jalapeno stuffed in them, wrapped in bacon on a spit over the fire. And I'm eating a mountain house. I'm like, <laughs> what am I doing? So I, so I got a good one for this one, actually. Um, so like the nor rice sides, if you take like the, the Mexican nor rice sides mm -hmm. and then put like chicken with it, get the little hot sauce packets from Taco Bell, uh, yep. bring your, bring a little bit of cheese. I mean, that cheese is pretty shelf stable. I mean, it really is if you're going to use yeah. it in a couple of days or whatever, but, uh, like those nor rice sides are per perfect for larger meals. Um, I mean, especially when you can use a couple of them in the, in the freezer bags and, yeah. and it's pretty filling yeah. too. So I, I think I love those things for just, if I'm going to cook for several people. Well, those Norse sides, that's actually a lot. I've only been able to finish one of those yeah. uh, one time. And, uh, I mean, that makes a lot of food and I've done the same thing as our Norse sides and then like a pack of chicken and throw it in there with Mexican rice or anything like that. You know, you throw the hot sauce in it pretty good. Yep. So, so Tanya, I guess she's kind of saying the same thing. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. Nor broccoli cheese, right? So if you eat a sauce pack, oh, cheese crackers. I'll have to try that. See, that sounds good. That's right up my alley. Yes, I've done that before. The uh, I like your style, Tanya. Yeah, I've done that before with the, the Velveeta shells packet of cheese. Yeah. I've used that. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, see, this see, is why I want to do this better and you know, more ideas. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, my, um, my, Mike's in the house. I Michael Peterson. Seeing, uh, what's up, Mikey? Mike, uh, I don't have any issue with using them. Agreed. If they're yeah. if they're established, I agree. Uh, established. My, so so this is Philip. Uh, Philip uh, is one of the guys who uh, Jeremy who is going to meet me out at the uh, Elbert. This is one of the guys we'll be climbing with. Nice. 
Um, and I okay. met him when I was cool. training, cool. when I was training for the having, I thought I was going to go this year, but so uh, that's, that's who that is. Everybody say hi to Philip. Hello, Phil. Cool dude. He, he does a lot on Instagram. Nice. Hi, Philip. Hope to see you soon, buddy. Yep. Yeah. Jeremy's coming. <laughs> Jeremy's going to do Mount Albert with us, Philip. Okay. Anyway, uh, back to, let's see, backpacker pantry, chicken pad thai. I don't think I've tried that one. I don't, I've never had pad thai. I don't know if I'd like it or not. I've never tried it. So I'm going to have to try it one of these times. It's just, yeah. everybody talks about it. Great. And of course, Tanya said pad thai from good to go. Good I to go. I heard good to go that's, was a good one. That's what, isn't that what uh, Hoot eats a lot of good to go meals? He'll eat that. Um, they're big. Yeah. They're actually sponsor of Backpacker Radio, another back podcast, and uh, they swear by it. Sponsors too. Okay. So and then there's uh, West says sardine. Of course, he'd say that. Oh, you're disgusting. No, that's why. Uh, that's that's why pie. when he goes out in the woods, it stinks. Right. That, it's, it's, around camp. I would right use there. those. To, yeah, I'd use those <laughs> to catch the fish that I wanted to fry at the campfire. That a boy. <laughs> he goes out and takes it. He digs a cat hole, and we can smell it at camp because of that reason. <laughs> Uh, yeah. This apple pie, I bet that is, a, yeah, 420 calories. That's a great meal. It's a great addition to your meal. And uh, Oh, I, that's a great idea, yeah. Keith says, best chili dog <laughs> ever. Uh, see, Tanya says, add some dehydrated refried beans to the Mexican rice for trail burritos. Oh, God, I don't know that that's a good idea for Carlson. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, he, he's, a bit, he's a bit gassy. <laughs> I got him good the one day we, we met. Um, out of the deem and I just chowed on a huge Taco Bell meal on the way out there. Then I brought the Texas State Fair chili for dinner. We sat close. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he, he crop dusted me. Have you guys uh, ever heard of uh, Hawks Fiddles? No. Oh. Yeah, okay. There's a reason. So <laughs> so I got there, and I don't even know why it sounded good, but I, I'm pretty adventurous at eating. You, you know, it's like I always want to try different things. But I got a Hawks Vittles right before the uh, – I think it was the Maroon Bells trip that was kind of a disaster trip anyways. Um, and I remember I was saving this one because I wasn't sure what it was going to be like, but it was called uh, Salmon Casserole. And I remember thinking I was excited to try it. It sounded interesting. I ended up making it and opening it and it smelled just like fish food. Oh. That's, <laughs> and it's like, I couldn't get past that. That is the one trail food that I carried back with me completely hydrated and in my backpack. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Um, let's see. Mountain house. No, just no. Southwest scramble on tortilla shells. Oh, this is one that that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. I like that. That's a good this idea. This is one that, that Keith did when we were out at uh, one of the ponds, mm -hmm. and and he swore by this, and it did smell very good uh, when he was eating. I, I have I have just tried that barbecue pork uh, right about the time that that video, and I have to agree one hundred percent. I haven't tried them with them instant mashed potatoes yet, but man, I had them just rolled up in a tortilla, and they were bomb. Yeah. Yep. Huh. Did anyone uh, potatoes? Ditto yeah. on instant potatoes and, and and about anything. Yeah, those little yes. uh, what are they yeah. called? The, uh, the Idaho, 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 Idahoan. Yeah, you Idahoan. Mm -hmm. I'm the Idahoan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I love the four cheese. The the little the one that's for the four cheese. That is the bomb. Yeah, um, I I eat that sometimes with my ribeye when when I'm out there. Uh, 
I'm gonna rerun. I mean, real that goes good with the beef stroganoff, like mixing beef. I know everybody does it with ramen, but you can mix yeah. that with beef stroganoff, and it's ridiculous. Like a shepherd's that pie. That sounds even better than the yeah. That sounds even better yep. than with ramen. Yep. Yeah, it's filling too. Very filling. Interesting. Um, I'm gonna rewind real quick. I seen that uh toward the kill quote something about they love to hike down at the uh, deem. So guys, October 21st, third. We're going to be down there for the YouTube meetup. If you guys aren't busy, come yeah, on. Yeah, I think I think they are going to be busy because uh, on an, on another, I made a comment on one of their videos on Newsbreak, and I don't think they're going to be able to make it. I, I well, we it just doesn't <laughs> line. It never lines up with yeah. with what they have going on, and it's a long drive, so I, I kind of get that. Um, yep. Nicole in the house. Hey, Nicole! Happy birthday! Happy oh, birthday! Oh, we got a we got another celebration we got to talk about. Before we move on to the next subject, I didn't think you were going to talk about that. <laughs> no, not your <laughs> not your transformation surgery. What I'm talking about is I'm talking about Tony from Hoosier Outdoor has yeah. crossed the 500 subscriber. Uh, so hey. clap, clap, clap. Awesome. Uh, that's awesome, Tony. Uh, only 500 more, and you get to make 39 cents a month like I do. Hell yeah. <laughs> um. So congratulations, Tony. You uh, you did it, kid. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so we're ready to move on to our next topic, or you got anything else you want to uh about? well let's ask the chat. Any more food things? Any more food things to go on? Anybody got any other food ideas? I'm definitely digging the one, last one that Jeremy just said, the uh the beef stroganoff with the mashed potatoes yeah, in it. Like a nice oh, that'll it's, be... it's stupid good. Yeah, it really is. I might have hey. to bring that uh, on our next one here soon. Man, that sounds <laughs> good. I do have the uh, chicken Alfredo peak refuel packed already. No, that's, over there. that's so good. That's a good I one, got, too. Like, the best one I got out the there. cheesy chicken broccoli, the new one. I got that one packed already. I think that's, that's about a three and a half out of five on that one. I've had that one. Really? It's well, like, I'm bringing yeah. one of two surprises to that one. So one of them you guys <laughs> haven't ever had before. One of them you've had twice. <laughs> Uh-oh. Look at this guy. Hey. just popped right in. Hey. Mr. Andy Parrish. Now we have celebrity. How are you guys um, doing? Good. Let me mention again, if anybody else in the chat wants to be on, on camera, send me, uh, send me uh, an email to that hiking guy at gmail.com and we'll get you on here in this room. We have room for more folks to, uh, you know, just, uh, uh, shoot the, shoot the crap. We're yeah. just hanging. We're just hanging. So Tony up, said, gentlemen? pasta yeah. salad. Just hanging. <laughs> so, all right. On to the next <laughs> little topic we're going to talk about is, yeah, what is the next topic? Uh, so <laughs> what type of hiking do you guys prefer are you guys want to be or established through hikers are you just into section hiking just overnights is fine you just primarily a day hiker and don't really like to sleep outside we all know you just go out in the woods you make a video like it looks like you stay the night and then you go back home that's what um, i do yeah <laughs> what, what are you chris what do you think more of a i am well, so I'm not, I used to love long hikes. I used to, because I mean, I've done the Tecumseh, I've done the Adventure Hiking Trail, I've done the longer hikes, and I used to love that. Something always goes wrong now every time I try to do that. <laughs> so 
I would say I have resorted myself to being a weekend warrior type. Um, mm -hmm. And what I do now, because I'm strictly a review channel, is I will load up a bunch of gear and I will go out to the woods for a couple of days or one if I forget my kettle. Um, I will go out to the woods for a couple of days. I will get film five or six reviews and enjoy myself. And, and so I, I would say I, because I go to the deem a lot, I can't, I can't really claim to be a section hiker. I can't really claim to be a through hiker. I've never been interested in through hiking. I can't claim to be anything else but a weekend warrior right now. Now I have, I have, I have goals and aspirations, <laughs> brother. So I will do something someday. <laughs> Well, you've, but, you've through hiked cups. Huh? That's a through hike. Does that count? You through hiked well, the whole trail. Yeah. I mean, I you didn't do like I, it, a big three trail, but yeah, I guess it kind of counts, but, um, but are you car uh, camping now more? Yeah, I do. Uh, in fact, I'm going this weekend to the horse camp to, to do film a bunch of reviews, uh, for the, <laughs> for, at the, at, for it to do some truck camping. So, um, but I would say, I want to do more and obviously, you know, next year I'm going to do the, I'm going to do Elbert. I'm going to do beer stat. Um, but right now I'm just a weekend warrior and that's, I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah. I would say for me, I'm a way through hiker. I would love to at least like one long trail before I die. Um, section hiking last year, I guess it was this year was my first real section hike of a long distance trail. Loved it. Have plans again this thing to go knock out the next. So, want to be through hike. Am a section hiker, and I, I mean, I love the. Uh, I love. I think I love it all. It doesn't matter if I'm out. Uh, I love the overnights, especially if it's by myself or just all of us guys. I think all of us pretty much now hiked and camped together. But uh, yeah, uh, and and day hikes too. You know, I mean, I'm kind of all around. I love it all. Who's next? It's a go very ahead. political yeah. answer. <laughs> I love everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, you want to go? So, yeah, yeah, I'll go ahead. So, yeah, I, I'm not much of a through hiker. Um, and, and actually, I haven't really been much of a hiker, it feels like, the last year. But <laughs> Driver. But, but Driver. honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I, I do, the only through hike I'd ever want to do is the JMT um that that's literally the only one that piques my interest yeah. i have maybe more of a surgical look on it like there's certain spots that i just want to go to and see um and i want to yeah. camp out in them um I, i'm not i'm not big into the at i i know a lot of people love that for the social aspect of it and i think that's awesome uh that's just not me um you know i'd much rather just go off trail somewhere and and stay and explore and check check things out um and maybe just find those specific points of interest that I want to see, but, um, but definitely, definitely have some goals. And I, I will say that probably the GMT is probably my biggest goal right now um, to actually maybe do a little more mileage. Sweet. That's Andy, okay. I know you're from a uh, one hell of a trip. Can't wait to see the uh, videos yeah. start coming out on that. So yeah. for me, I, I've never considered myself or have much of an interest, I think in the whole through hike thing. Um, I love watching people do it. I love following people that do it. I love supporting people that do it. Yeah. Um, but there's part of that. I, this never really connected with me as far as uh, being huge on my list. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now that being said, I, I want to be on 
every one of those trails at some point in right. time. Um, you know, and I think it's pretty cool right. to yeah. have a chance to do a little bit of the AT and a little bit of the CDT. And I'd like to, you know, the plans are to get out to the PCT at some point in time and, um, you know, get through certain sections. Um, I just love looking at areas, certain wilderness areas that are just epic and picturesque and um, some that are, you know, more and more remote, I think are, are really appealing to me. Yeah. Um, and then planning, planning routes. I, I really love that doing my own, you know, more than even like a section hike of just doing a loop of, you know, backcountry wilderness kind of stuff like we did in Colorado just a couple of weeks ago. I, I love that stuff. Um, you know, the planning stages, trying to figure out, you know, how not um, to die, how not to die, um, <laughs> right. having backups like on this trip, um, ended up being an epic fail from the standpoint that the route that we planned on had to get completely thrown out the window on day two, you know? So, um, when that happens, uh, I love having, you know, being able to pull up other stuff and say, all right, let's, let's amend it and go somewhere else. So some mm -hmm. of that I think is kind of just being able to be out there and be comfortable and know, you can just kind of roll with it a little bit. So you have to be adaptable. Absolutely. Yeah. That's like the key, right? So I, you know, yeah. I, I try and apply that to like through hiking or whatever. And, um, you know, changing your path and doing things differently and taking zeros and, uh, you know, amending your schedule I'm that would play into that type of strategy. For yeah. me, I, I love the idea of, Hey, we're supposed to go straight and, uh, that snowed in. So, we're going to hang a left and, and go out this way and, and be able to plan yeah. the trip. So. Hey, there's a bear eating a guy over there. <laughs> yeah. Let's go watch. No. <laughs> Quick one... while he's distracted. That's right. 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 That was hey, one thing I noticed the difference last, or I keep saying last year, this spring um, on my section hike, hiking with a bunch of people who were through hiking and we had bad storms coming in one night. So the next day we're like, Hey, let's, uh, let's head to the hostel down the road here and, Smoking. stay indoors for the night or thing all i could think about is what is this doing to my schedule am i gonna have to hike longer days now make because i have right. to get to a certain yeah, point like that for my shuttle it. to pick up so what i've done and the reason i did it last year is i left my truck at the starting point where i started on a hike to my ending point and got shuttled back this year yeah did a little different i'm leaving my truck but because i was ending last year it was like a shady spot to leave your truck or whatever so this year I'll have like an extra day and a half built into my schedule. And I think that's going to take some pressure off. Cause I was just looking at the through hikers are like, yeah, let's go to the hostel, man. And they're not yeah. worried about time. All You know, they, they've got till October and this is in March. So yeah. that was one right. big difference between the section. It was a little, it seemed a little more pressure on you if you're section hiking, cause you've got a limited amount of time to get A to B. Yeah. Yeah. So those I, I totally things, agree with you. Yeah. Those little things that where you have to adapt, it's like, going to do to your schedule kind of thing but i think Tony still has the best the best take on all of this what's he got hanging from my truck to my tent hell yeah yeah amen brother i've done that a lot this year yeah <laughs> and yeah west is more about the more about the camping and then the hiking and then philip this is interesting this plays right into what we're talking about they're going to start section hiking the at next year you know brian if you met up with philip he could, uh, he could be, you know, could, Brian, Brian hates it that I don't like long hikes. And he's like, I, oh, man, I wish you'd like long hikes. Well, I'm fat. can't do it. So, but we have so much fun together, man, you got till like the spring, let's get in shape. But, let's do but this. His wife, they're going to, they're going to start it. Uh, yeah. And then 
Let's see what's Keith doing. He wants to do the AT, but he didn't think. See, that's a defeatist attitude, Keith. Mm -hmm. You can do it. <laughs> You've already given up. Uh, Ross wants to disappear. Okay, good. Uh, let's see. Let's see what. I'd love to do one of the long trails in my life, but in the meantime, it's nice to spend a few time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yep. And Keith wants to get his Opie out for on the trail for an overnighter or two. And what is. I don't particularly like the camping. It's just an inconvenience. <laughs> well, yeah, That's because be, yeah, because he's like you, Jeremy. Peterson can't sit still. Yeah, he, he wants just, to go. Gotta, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. He can't. Who says I'm like that? <laughs> You're absolutely <laughs> like that. I mean, I'm, I, if I'm sitting in more in the spot for more than five minutes, I'm rebuilding fire pits. I, I yeah, we were talking. It. We were talking before the show. And it's like I can physically see when Jeremy gets bored. It's like comes over him like this. And he, gets, <laughs> he gets fidgety. You need a fidget spinner. That's what you need. <laughs> I had one. I burn it up after two days. <laughs> you know, the bearings are all melted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that bored from being at camp, or like, are you looking to be? No, on the I, he's that way. No, I just, I just have to be doing something. I got to be constructive doing something. It, it's just it, if I'm sitting in one spot, I start. My brother, when I first started hiking with him, he used to laugh because he said, always said, if we got to camp early enough, I was going to build a cabin. And it just it, because I have to be. I mean, I don't know how many benches I've built on trail just because I got there. And I mean, I had a chair in my backpack. But <laughs> I was like, hey, why not? There's enough wood around here. Let's build a little bench and use some pine. And he's making dowel nails. <laughs> You know, he's, car that he's carving a, a canoe, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, you know, it's just, I like to do stuff. I like to create stuff. And, and, and I think if I start getting ideas, like I, I, that might be part of it too. It's like, sometimes your mind can be your own worst enemy and it's like, you got to keep yourself busy to, to keep yourself getting lost in your thoughts, or maybe you want to get lost in your thoughts, but yeah, but yeah, it's, I like to stay busy at camp. <laughs> so do you think, how, how would you do on the show alone? Would that just drive you crazy? On the show alone? Have you ever like seen the show alone where you're just yeah yeah actually I applied for, for it in season endless two hours Silly and hours and hours did you really yeah yeah I actually applied for it in season two, um and I I funny enough they had me send in a video and I think when they seen my face they weren't interested so I don't know how that worked out but <laughs> that boy was too pretty <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so but did you not show but, them the three bedroom cabin that you built yeah <laughs> with your hands. Yeah. So I think, uh, I think on that, I mean, it's always the kids that kind of get to you, you know, if you got kids yeah. that I feel like would have been a hard one. Um, but I think I could have done with being alone. Um, I just don't know as like some of those can be pretty intense on survivor. I, I, I yeah. feel like I'm stubborn too. Like, I think, I think I probably would have got pulled cause I suck at being a survivor guy. <laughs> so. Yeah. I think that's where I would fail. I don't have the survival skills. I, I thrive on being alone. I love being alone. Yes. But, uh, yes. And my kids are grown. So I've got that box checked. I, I don't have little kids, you know, yeah. I'm not missing yeah. soccer games and stuff or basketball, but I think I get my ass kicked on the uh, surviving stuff. But Where's my that, mountain house? That probably ties you know, well, that kind of ties into out. the through hiking. It's like, you know, if you got yeah. kids, I mean, that's like what, six months or whatever yeah. away from your kids too. Yeah. Like all their sporting events and, 
you know, and your family and stuff, it's like, that's, that's kind of a big deal, you know, to be, yeah. you, you're kind of an important part of their life to be absent from. So for, for that six long months, time. yeah, absolutely. And you come yeah. back looking all Jumanji and stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what year yeah. is this? You know? <laughs> that's right. Why are you driving now? I don't get this. <laughs> yeah. Tony, you weren't supposed yeah, to tell that. <laughs> they keep rejecting me, man. Well, it's because they were afraid when you were naked. He had to right. send in the video too. Exactly. Yeah, okay. like, that doesn't even look right. <laughs> I sent the video in. That's floating around out there. Find that one. Folks. I forgot to blur it. Darn it. <laughs> They're like, no need went to blur it. the wrong sir. address, but he still sent it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. That was Survivor. My yeah. bad. <laughs> he sent the same see. video Can in to all of them. Yeah. Let me uh, put timer, put user and time out, Tony. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, well, all right. So, so next, um, so any advice for new hikers? I think uh, between the four of us and everybody in this chat, I think uh, a lot of seasoned hikers out here, outdoorsmen, women. Um, Chris, what advice, any pieces of advice you would give to somebody just getting into backpacking or whether it's day hiking or overnights or whatever. Don't, Don't start do a it. YouTube channel. Don't do that. Be the first one. Um, <laughs> but um, I would say, and that's funny because I originally got into hiking and stuff to lose weight. Yeah. I see how that's working. But um, I originally started because I'm like, well, this is something I could get out in nature. I can enjoy. I could lose some weight. And I did stuff back even just doing day hikes, I would drive three hours to Southern Indiana to hike a mile and a half on a day hike and then drive three hours back. I used to, because I was trying to discover each and every trail, mm -hmm. uh, or trying to get to know all the trails. If this goes back to researching where you're going to go. That's one thing I would say research where you're going to go ridiculously. And, and I, um, so I did that and, and then build up slow, build up slow, your endurance, build up slow, how much time you're spending out, um, watch the weather. I'm still ain't doing that. Right. Unless you'd like to hike and rain. Yeah. Right. But you don't have to kill a bunch of miles for years if you don't want to. And, and just get out and just like trail medic saying here, just get out and just enjoy the nature part of it first before you enjoy or you try to do the endurance part of it. Yeah. Because know your limitations. Your what physical. Keeps you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you think, Oh, I can do five miles. Have you ever done five miles with a pack on? Try it. Yeah. Uh, you know, not that <laughs> it's like so external. Yeah. But if it's your first time ever done, it, you don't know if you can do it or not. And it doesn't seem like much, but some, you know, seven, eight mile days, I've been like, Holy crap. And that's, I've done a lot more miles than that. It's just the, the trip. There's a lot to come. My but, first uh, trip out to the peninsula was that way. I was like, oh, it's, you know, it's five miles. What's what's five miles, right? Right. Well, mm -hmm. I discovered what five miles was. And that's an easy trail. That's not that hard. There's barely sure. any elevation. Right. But by, the, but by the time I got back, I was miserable and tired and sore. Mm -hmm. And so now I can do it because I know what to expect. But that that just comes with experience, I think. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. It depends on where you're at Two five miles here in Indiana. It's a lot different than what five miles, yeah. what Andy just did mountains, you know, <laughs> different yeah, ball games. Yep, yeah. yep. Um, 
if I was going to give advice, I would say just research gear and don't get so hung up on all these buzzwords we have now in this hobby, you know, ultralight and this and that and the other, you know, and there's, there's a lot of great companies out there that make a lot of great stuff and it costs a lot of money. And I've, you know, I didn't start out with the gear, but I think do some research on some gear and get stuff that will hold up and be gear. Everybody focuses on all oh, backpacking. So well, sure. If you go out and buy, you know, a yeah. four or $500 pack and the, you know, all this stuff, it costs so much money. And then you end up not liking it anyways. I would, my advice would be research your gear and don't fall into the buzzwords, ultralight and everything else for comfort. Yeah. What do you think, Jeremy? Yeah. So uh, I think probably the thing that I would do over again would be buy my backpack last. Like I wouldn't buy it first. You know, like that tends to be the first thing everybody wants to run out and buy a backpack. And then now mm -hmm. I'm going to everything else. Get the gear that you want. Decide what you're going to decide what your big three is going to be first. So and yeah. then whatever else you want to take and then pick the pack that you want to fit that in as small as possible. Because, I mean, I think you guys might have done the same thing. I went out and bought a 70 liter pack filled up every available space I could think, you know, it's like I took the necessities that I needed and then all of a sudden I've got more room so I can take extra batteries. I can bring extra water. I still and do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm on, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like on the, <laughs> the largest Island in the U S on the largest fresh water body of water, you know, fresh, uh, fresh water Lake. Uh, and I'm bringing like eight liters of water, <laughs> so you know, it, but not only not only that, then after your first trip, make note of what you didn't use and get rid of it. Mm -hmm. you, you know, don't carry stuff you don't need. I mean, you don't you'd be surprised what you can get by without. Yeah, yeah what do they say? You pack your fears, you know. A lot of I'm especially yeah. we pack our fears. Yeah. I mean, my first pack was 65 liter, and I'm like, I had a hatchet in my backpack. Yeah. Hiking. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm like, what am I doing with this? I don't even like to build campfires. So yeah. what do you think, Andy? Uh, I would tell people don't do it. Uh, just right. said buy Find a Bronco and uh, go off, <laughs> off, you know, off-roading and do that instead. <laughs> it's a lot more fun. It looks like uh, that's just me. Until you hit a rock. <laughs> until you yeah. until you get stuck, you know, in your Tacoma. But you know, um, that happens. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, uh, you know, I work with a lot of the scouts and stuff like that. That's kind of where I got started with all this stuff. So training yeah. teenagers to, to be safe and survive and all that stuff. And we kind of have the, the mantra of, you know, being thrifty and being as um, economical as you can. So even though with my own stuff over many years, I've, I've spent, quite a bit of money to upgrade all of my gear. I usually don't preach that to my beginners. I, I preach, um, you know, much like Jeremy said, you know, I always tell them the backpacks, the last thing, because first you got to figure out your gear so that you know how big your pack needs to be to fit your stuff. If you buy the pack yeah. first, then you're, you're scrambling to try and make sure everything fits, go through your list, you know, as you, and, and I always tell people baby steps too, you know, you're, you're starting with car camping, you know, most likely, mm -hmm. you know, have you, have you slept in the backyard first in your tent, you know, have you yeah. then taken yeah. the car to the state park and, and you've done the, the campground there and you've tested that kind of stuff. 
usually people are doing that kind of stuff first and then saying, oh, you know what? Maybe I want to try backpacking because I like day hiking or maybe I want to get to a location that I just can't reach by car, you know, or mm -hmm. I want to go a greater distance. So then it, it changes and you start to look at other things that are more backpacking specific, but people, I, I encourage people to do just the, the basic car camping stuff first, get used to sleeping outside, yeah. you know, having all the amenities within a stone's throw of your car, you know, it's just, you gain experience and it's, you learn a lot. Um, just doing that. And then as you get into the backpacking stuff, start with what you have, you know, yeah. whether it's clothing or gear and things like that, what do you have to work with? How can you build a system with what you have and try, you know, again, baby steps, maybe you're, maybe you're hiking in half a mile to a campsite with, with mm -hmm. your gear. Uh, I remember doing that, um, the low gap trail here in Indiana, uh, parking at the lower parking lot, hiking up the ridge and camping. And I've it's like, that. that's it's what like, it's not even a mile, you know, into right. the first, the first campsites that's, are literally a pretty good hundred yards. Mom. There is, uh, <laughs> I think the first time I did it, I stayed at the Creek bottom, which is literally like 50 yards, maybe from the I've slept lot. there too. Yep. <laughs> um, but, but then I did like three different overnight trips where they were mm -hmm. at different spots. And then eventually it was up the first ridge down into the Creek Valley below and, and camping. Which is where there. the good spots are. That's well, it, but yeah. that took me a little while to get there and, and trying different gear out the, the first time that I went camping, uh, backpacking there. I literally had, you know, my 65 liter pack uh -huh. packed to capacity and I had, you know, stuff under both arms, you know, and I'm just hiking up the ridge. <laughs> I um, need this wool blanket and this extra know, hat. And, uh, yeah. you know, I'll go back and I didn't bring a hatchet. I brought a full on ax, you know, so, you know, <laughs> nice. that's just where we start. Um, yeah. But I did it and it was fun and I had a great time and I learned a lot. And when I got back, I made a list. Um, I got good advice and I pass this on now to everybody is, is make a list for backpacking. If you're doing a backpacking trip, make a list of what you have of your gear and weigh it. Okay. Yeah, and have that list. So now I've used different websites like lighter pack or something like that to build my list. And that really does help you kind of look at, oh gosh, you know, uh, the first backpack I had was, or not the first backpack, the first sleep system I had was the, um, you know, the modular military, like, uh, oh, the three, the three, three bags in one thing. You're right. And I use yep. that because we were car camping and we do winter camping all the time with the scouts, but the thing's like eight to 10 pounds. So yeah. it's, you, you look at that on the list real quick and go, Oh, that's, that's gotta go. I gotta I find something great. that's better than that. <laughs> and you go through your items and go, where, where are the ones that are really killing you? Oh, mm -hmm. these yeah. two, if I can get rid of those two, that, that would cut my weight in half. So, you know, going oh, from full-fledged DSLR, maybe I don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> going from 35 pounds, you know, we had, we had some guys that on their first backpacking trip were at 45 to 50 pounds worth of gear. That's about what I Wow. And, and yeah, trying to whittle them down to, can you get to 30? Can you get under 30? Can you get can you get closer to 20, you know, that kind of thing, just working with what you have and mm -hmm. trying to figure out what works better, but it's kind of fun. I, and I enjoy that side of things and doing what we call like the shakedowns where yeah. we bring all of our stuff and we throw it all out and everybody goes through it and says, I would, I would scrap that. Why do you have, you know, six pairs of socks? You're going for an overnight. 
<laughs> does does make like guys would right. bring that what stuff. if the first yeah. five get wet <laughs> that's right i'm like are you swimming the camp you must What's must that? be a dolly scots <laughs> right uh, so a uh, lot of great a lot of points i think from everybody i i one i want to pull out of there and, and just reiterates and andy said that kind of resonated with me was you know if if you're going to test your gear out whether it's in your backyard then upgrade to the camp you know campsite at a state park and then just go out a half a mile leave yourself that out of safety if it rains and it's cold yes hey you can get back to the car in a half mile and avoid hyperthermia or any kind of dangerous situations I, that kind of resonate with me i think that's a really good tip out of all that so yeah here's a uh... Michael, <laughs> I knew you'd pick that one up. <laughs> and then he did. He followed it up with this one, which is well, of course yeah. that's Peterson. <laughs> He's an eagle. Yeah. Uh, so, kill question. You have something in common, Chris? Oh, the yeah. The, let me. The wagon. Uh, started with Korean War surplus because he was in Korea. Uh, five. He was in the war. Uh, five thousand pieces of great. Uh, yeah, and then baby steps and you know you know what uh okay so i started off with like a 70 liter pack i said and it was like 56 57 pounds because uh and i remember at isle royale they have like the scale that you can weigh it and uh i was regretting everything i was packing at that point was that your first one was isle royale are you kidding wow way to dive in head first yeah Yeah. 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 way to to (laughs) plunge in there if you haven't noticed the way I do things with the Bronco, <laughs> I'm all in every time. <laughs> so, but, but, so, uh, so the thing that I found out to cut the most weight the quickest, like I just kept down, I downsized my pack twice. I went from the 70 to a 50, made me think mm-hmm. about what I wanted. Uh, and then I went from 50 to now I use like literally on a four day trip four season, I'll use a 34 liter pack and, and forcing myself to that smaller pack really makes me think, what do I need? And, and yeah. again, it's like you can survive with way less than what you realize. Uh, you know, make sure you stay warm. Number one, <laughs> make sure you have water. Everything else, you might be uncomfortable, but you'll figure it out. Yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, I think forcing myself to that smaller pack is really, really the key. It's like, I don't want to carry a 56 liter pack five miles and feel like garbage on my shoulders. <laughs> you know, I, I want to carry a, an 18 pound pack and then do as many miles as I can. So I think that was kind of the, kind of the big thing. So then you quickly realize how much money you wasted in buying all that gear. So I did like trail medics comment up there about start cheap. Absolutely. I mean, don't, what's your ROI? Yeah. Yep. 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 And and, uh, so Tanya said, uh, I planned to research for a year before I got on trail, which was great because I felt prepared, but I wish I had just went with what I had. And not lost a year. That's a very good point too. You can get mm-hmm. lost in, uh, in all the paralysis yeah. by analysis. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes you just gotta. You just gotta. You just gotta go, man. Yeah. And, and I, I like the whole use God. I mean, I you know I plan and plan and plan, and I feel like I'm halfway know what I'm doing now. When I start my first section hike this year, and I was proud of my base weight and everything, and I'm seeing people rolling in with like 40, 50 pounds on their backs, and I'm like how are you doing it but you know yeah. what they had as much fun as i did i'm sure and, yeah you know absolutely. they they had the fun it didn't matter if they had newest coolest pack out or if they were like 
you know, ultralight sub 10 pounds. So they just rolled up them hills and just went. Of course, they were younger than me, but yeah, that I, helps I, too. I know you were proud of your weight from the many texts that I got. of. Oh, yeah. I had to rub it on you. Of that's your what pack. you do friends. <laughs> hey, check it out. I'm down to 9.6. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, if your Ultra pack is world drive, it hardly matters. True. <laughs> That's that true. Is true. I research everything until I've exhausted all trails. Who's <laughs> <laughs> your guys the biggest influencer on uh, on gear starting out? Starting out? Yeah. Oh gosh, that'd be. Uh, <sighs> that's a tough one, isn't it? <laughs> I have to think back. Wasn't yeah. Let's see. Wasn't was Dan it? Becker? No. For for me, I start. I got in. I really kind of sparked it with a syntax video because I was looking up some yeah. trails. Yeah, on the yeah I think Gorge. so too. But yeah. that was for backpacking, and I kind of seen. But he's never been like, I don't know. He uses just whatever too, I guess. But I kind of fell in the rabbit hole. I wanted the cool stuff, the ultralight. So I watched a yeah. lot of Darwin. Yeah, and Darwin, was Darwin does a lot of great gear reviews and stuff. So that's kind of where I learned about ultralight and all this other kind of cottage stuff. But uh, yeah, Darwin for me, I guess for gear. How about you, Chris? I, I think mine started with syntax. Um, just uh, a lot, you know, that was uh, just to get me uh, with the understanding that there was other stuff out there that wasn't on Amazon. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I tend to live on Amazon. So um, that helped me uh, like, like Brian was saying, that helped me with understanding the cottage industry. And of course now I, you know, once I got my hammock from dream hammock, I've been, uh, you know, very loyal to them because I love their hammocks. And yeah, mm -hmm. I could go and look for other lighter stuff, but sometimes stuff just works and you just go with what works. Yep. Yeah. So, I get that. So what about you, Jeremy? How about you, Andy? Oh, okay. For, for um, me, I, um, I, I looked at, uh, Darwin was a big one. Uh, syntax I looked at, I, I actually started watching like the show brothers, um, a, a long time ago too. And they who? were big into uh, the show brothers. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't hear you. Um, so, you know, whether it was hammock camping and stuff like that, I remember learning a lot from some of their videos, um, mm -hmm. getting yeah. into that stuff. Um, those are probably, and then from then it, it just, it exploded, you know, it was yeah. one of those that, and that was probably, I don't know, four or five years ago, at least when it, that, that switch turned and I moved out of, cause the first stuff that really got me into this stuff was more like the Joe Robinette stuff. Yeah, um, which, yeah. Is, which is why I'm bringing a full axe, you know, on my first camping trip. I'm not bringing a shelter. I'm just going to build my own once I get yeah. out here. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And then it took me a while to figure out, I don't really like the bushcraft stuff is interesting and all. Uh, the other one was um, uh, Dave Canterbury. He was one that I watched yeah. a lot early on because, again, it was the woodsman kind of thing was the draw. And then I once I was out there more into that environment, I thought, you know what? I, I do really like more of the backpacking stuff than the just go setting up camp and and hanging out for a couple of days and, you know, mm -hmm. catching catching yeah. game and skinning it and eating it and all that. I, you know, I don't <laughs> really care for any of that stuff. Yeah. So right. I'll just, maybe I should get into the backpacking stuff. So then it, it transitioned into, you know, Darwin and um, Dixie and, you know, whole range yeah. of other stuff. So what about you, Jeremy? Yeah. I kind of kept, 
I kept mine pretty streamlined. So I, I really, Shocking. when I resonate with someone and, and I kind of just stuck to them because I felt like if I branch out too much, it's almost like overload, you know, it's like, I can't keep up with everything. So it really, right. it was like kind of the three, ho three horsemen. It was Shug, it was Syntax and it was Frozen. So, I mean, those, yeah. those guys, yeah. especially That's Frozen, I, I still swear to this day, that guy, I love him to death. I still, we've talked a couple of times. I still want to go hiking with him. I still think that he probably does the best gear review videos. Sorry. I know that hiking guy is strictly a gear review channel now, but I still always felt yet. like, yeah, yeah, but I always felt like I get what he's saying. Like he had a very good way of explaining himself in his gear reviews. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I knew the product when he was done. So, and, and that's who I lean towards toward my gear reviews. When I wanted to find cool places, it was Syntac. When I wanted to learn about hammocks, it was Shug. But, but for, yeah. you know, for Jason with, Fro you know, Frozen Outdoor Adventures. So he, he just kind of nailed it when it came to gear reviews. He, you know, he had the complete story about the product and you knew the product when his video was over. Yeah. So I agree. I, I think that. those I that's one I would have mentioned. Like I, I've, I learned a ton in the beginning from him. So. So Philip yeah. said he carried a 30 pound Philip. No, not up Elbert. My buddy carried My buddy 20 carried plus. 20 he got in a mess, so I ended up carrying. No, dude, day pack only. <laughs> what are you doing? Did you do the north route? Is that where you went, Philip? I know. Yeah, but they, they also went when there was a bunch of snow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because he was sending he was sending me pictures on Instagram. Um but they went when there was like there they had they were post holing down to the, uh, to the knee at one point I, I believe, yeah. Um, mm. As long as I'm not carrying Chris, we're okay. Right. Syntax <laughs> <laughs> uh, did a low budget video that helped me a lot, and definitely Darwin. Um, yeah. And this one really surprises me. Right. I'm an influencer. Well, when, so this is a funny thing because because I keep trying to get Carlson to make more videos and see here is the result. You have influenced Tony. And so my job is done. Well, what I'm saying is that you can <laughs> uh, all right. So then and then Michael. Oh, I, yeah, I know. I know, Joey. Yeah, he was what, rumored. To He's be got a lot of uh, Catherine Gregory for a bit. Oh, yes. Um, and then Tanya said, I never really watched him that much. He's, he does very good videography. Mm -hmm. Of course, the backdrop that he goes to, everything's beautiful and awesome, but, uh, I like the AT through hikers after gear. I can learn from their mistakes. Yeah, I know. And here's the, here's, here's a controversial statement. I know a lot of the stuff that we talk about when we're talking about weight comes from through hiking. And and I'm okay with that to a certain degree, but there's a certain line that it becomes too much. A certain line where you're obsessed more about the weight and you're not enjoying yourself. And and that's that's I I I ride that line. I don't want to go over and say, well, I'm down to three pound base weight. Here's my here's my cover. You know, <laughs> right. Uh, and you know what I mean? Because well, you can go too far with it. And right. there's a whole controversy yeah. of bringing it back bringing a chair or not um if i'm doing riders or just a couple days i'm bringing my chair i'm gonna be comfortable it's worth the wait to me and whether it's a chair or it's a sleep that you're more comfortable on it but it doesn't weigh 
you know, or weighs less than this one over here. Go for that's what my point was. Go for comfort. Yeah. Keep the weight reasonable, but also enjoy yourself. Don't be out so miserable because you're worried about your weight that you don't bring things of comfort, I guess. Yeah, I think that's important. You know, I always try and coach people to balance because they're, they're looking so much at weight. And that's mm -hmm. I, I talk about that's comfort on trail. So while yeah. you're hiking, yeah. while you're doing the climbs, while you're doing all that stuff, yeah. that makes you more comfortable. But there's also comfort in camp and you yeah. have to balance yeah. those two. It shouldn't be all slanted to one way or the other for mm -hmm. a backpacker, in my opinion. Now, if you're doing uh, shorter distances and you're doing more like a base camping kind of thing, well, then maybe you can, you know, slant towards comfort in camp and you can bring a little bit more. Right. I'm not hiking as far. I can bring it in that quarter of a mile, half mile. And then I set up camp and I'm doing day hikes from there. You know, th then I, yeah. I'm fine with that. But if you're doing, Hey, we're going to hike in, you know, six, eight miles and it's big climbs and all this kind of thing, then you really kind of got to balance, um, you know, what, what do you really want to be like on trail? Yeah. How sore do you want to be? Yeah. And, and yet I still think when you get to camp, you got to be extremely comfortable. We, we don't want to, I'm not in the camp and I know some people are that just tough it out. Just like, no, yeah. you can make it through and I don't care if you're cold or whatever you, you just, you know, you can survive it. And there are some people that are like that, you know, I'm going to do a seven pound base weight. And, um, but for me, I'm totally comfortable. Okay. Well, that's a small percentage of the population. Most people want to get out there and, you know, have a, a nice cushy chair, put their feet up at the end of the day, have a yep. fire, have some good food and, and good sleep, which is important. and great sleep. That's yeah. so important. Yeah. So yeah. I, I also say invest in your sleep. You know, that's yeah. so vital. If, especially if you're doing multiple nights, if you're, if you're just doing a single overnight, you can, you can probably get away with a, a rough night mm -hmm. of sleep and make it back fine. But if you're doing three or four days, especially at altitude or something like that, man, that catches up with you. Yep. Yeah. Quickly. Well, I think yeah. seasons, seasons kind of determine the weight a lot. So like I I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the club of eight pounds, right? So, or, or was, I've added a few things for comfort, uh, that I like is, you know, if I'm in a group setting, I want to bring a chair. If it's just me and maybe someone else, then my hammock's my chair. So I think yeah, sometimes like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think sometimes the type of trip and the seasons can determine the weight, but I a hundred percent agree. I think what got me going lighter was just being competitive. Like how low can I really go? <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm shocked by that yes. statement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I think that like, was it. Minute. It's not that. Yeah. I mean, I didn't feel in danger. Yeah. I didn't feel horribly uncomfortable. I got maybe a little chilly at night, but, but for me, it was just kind of like, okay, I just want to see how low I can go and still, still manage. You know, so, you know, but since yeah. then, yeah. The, the YouTube meetup is where you bring your, your full-size Blackstone grill. Yes. And you bring, <laughs> yeah. and you bring a, a giant refrigerator. I'm talking, I'm looking at you, Tony. And you, and, uh, <laughs> and, you know. Yeah. I you, have seen, I have seen a Weber grill go up the Indian staircase, by the way, from really? some kid. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Some nice. other dude was carrying the charcoal. Yeah. I was like, it was like hooked to his side. Like the, it looked like, like freaking like uh, Captain America's shield hanging on his side. So, <laughs> and I was, I was thinking, man, if I was 21 <laughs> again. So. Yeah. Well, that's like with pictured <laughs> rocks. The first time we did it, we were like, oh, we want to be light no chairs, nothing like that. We did it again this yeah. year. We're like, we're bringing our chairs. When we get to camp, we're only doing yeah. seven to eight miles a day. When we get to camp, 
sit down and be comfortable. So you you weigh it out. Comfort, weight. 100%. Do you guys yep. ever watch Outdoor Gear Review? Do you ever watch Luke? Yes. Yeah. Started yeah. with him in the beginning, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I watched him in the when he was a small channel. I yep. watch him for a lot of uh, a lot of the uh, stoves. Uh, of course, I watch Ernie too, but I watch I watch him for a lot of stoves and for a, a lot of the One Tigress gear. Like he <laughs> does good reviews on the One Tigress gear, um, and so that's where that's that's where I watch him most. Uh, that thin quarter inch sleeping pad Jupiter uses will cause me to never be able to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he uses like I know Gossamer gear Gossamer or gear. Uh, yeah. outdoor models. Yeah. They both use this that's it. little bitty yeah. thing. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, let's see. A cool, are cool quest. You guys are hiking right now. Or are you? That's just your hiking versus camping. Well, the uh, next time it says they're hiking the pick box the end of October, and we'll probably get oh, all seasons. Yeah, we'll in October. Yeah. Be prepared for that one. Yeah, beautiful and trail. Rocks in the cold is fun. <laughs> oh, please bring the blackstone, please. Heck yeah, <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> that will complete my joke. Uh, okay. Uh, all right, next uh, we're 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 over the hour, but we have more. If 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 you guys are cool to continue, we can continue. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So uh, we were just going to end up with uh, plans for the rest of the year or next year. Does anybody have anything big they're working on? What's a big big trip? I know Andy just got off a big trip, so he's probably yeah. just fried. So good to be home, right? <laughs> just recuperating. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Um, what I about think, you, Chris? Uh, so. Well, next year is Elbert and, and Bierstadt in Colorado. And also I'm going over to spend a week in Arizona with my buddy, Brian Gallion, um, at his property, hopefully. Um, so that's, that's next year for the remainder of this year. There's, uh, the gorge, um, the meetup. Um, I will do my usual either Thanksgiving and Christmas and new year's. Like I probably go to LBL. <laughs> Uh, oh, no, I'll probably go to Garden of the Gods on New Year's. I'll probably go to LBL on Christmas again and do some stuff there because um, I, I have a, a lot of time off during that. And um, so that's – and then, of course, weekend stuff, ponds, um, you know, weekend warrior type stuff still. Yeah. Yeah, this year I've got, the like I said, the gorge, the – uh, meet up in November. I've got a trip with hooks and hammocks. We're going to do a little truck camping. And then uh, as far as next year, I am in the middle of kind of planning out my next section of the AT. I'll be going from Dick's Creek Gap up to Fontana Dam. So it's a 95 mile section. So planning that one out. But you guys. Well, are you wanting Bronco stuff or hiking stuff? Whatever. <laughs> uh, trips, yes. man. What you got going on? Yes. Uh, all right. So right now I've got several things and I'm trying to get them whittled down because I got to work around, uh, kids softball and basketball. Yep. <laughs> so, but, um, but I know I'm doing Arizona in the Bronco. Um, so maybe heading out to the Flagstaff area. So that'd be pretty cool into February, mm -hmm. 1st of March. Um, and actually might have my buddy with me. So that'd be a hundred percent entertaining. Um, I'd definitely planning on doing Elbert with chris nice um yeah yeah i definitely want to do that uh if you haven't noticed i've kind of been dropping a little bit of weight i've really been trying to work on my cardio i found it uh, i found it where you dropped it i found it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Put it on yeah. well 
so I've got this niche. I'm working right now. I'm trying to find sponsors because I'm keeping myself motivated, even if it falls through. Uh, but Shenandoah has a hundred mile adventure race in 24 hours. And I want to do that and try to raise money for love like Jonathan, our foundation. Mm-hmm. So I'm working with some different suppliers, trying to get them on board. If I can do that, that'd be great. It's still kind of a pipe dream right now. I'm really diligently trying to find people to sponsor the trip and make donations to the foundation. If I can get it done in 24 hours. Uh, so that that's kind of a motivational thing for me. Um, and, but other than that, I definitely want to do a hike with Justin with it's good in the woods again next yeah. year, maybe up in New like Hampshire. Hike with that guy. Yeah. Oh, I love him. him. Absolutely yeah. love him. He is probably one of the best human beings on planet Earth. He really is. So yeah. probably one of the most inspirational, too, honestly. Um, but outside of that, just lots of uh, getting the Bronco muddy, maybe in Kentucky or North Carolina or somewhere. But there's going to be lots of lots of uh, Smoky Mountain 1000 and Kentucky Adventure Trail, hopefully, in 2023. Nice. Yep. Yeah. How about nice. you, uh, For me, there's... The, we always do a big trip in the fall sometime, August, September, somewhere in there. Um, and and the plans for this year was to go to the winds, and that kind of got put on the back burner, and we went back to Colorado, and we were going to do uh, the Capitol Creek Circuit around Capitol Peak out there, one of the 14ers. Um, that's, that's pretty epic. And it totally blew up in our face in the middle of it. So that's still on the agenda at some point in time. I don't know whether next fall we'll, we'll consider the winds or we'll go back to Capitol Creek circuit and, and knock that out. Both of those are, are high on the list. Um, and then I know we were talking about maybe doing something in the spring. Um, you know, we've done, uh, the Smokies before we were talking about maybe um, if it's late, more like early summer that we'd look at something like the whites or the Adirondacks or something like that. Uh, I've not been up to that neck of the woods. Uh, Pennsylvania is the farthest north, uh, the northeast that I've been. So I'd, I'd, I'd love to get up and do something up that way. Um, and I, I may uh, reach out to Justin again, because um, you talked about it's good in the woods. Um, we were talking about maybe doing something last year and just, schedules didn't didn't quite work out so love to meet up with him and and do some stuff up that way but uh it's kind of an open slate and i know we're going to do something i'm going to do something in the middle of the winter because the hot tent season (laughs) is is almost here and that was the other one by the way that was just too much fun so i'm i'm definitely looking at something with that we did we thought uh, where would we go we wanted to get something with snow um so i went with smolder outdoors a buddy of mine and uh, went up to Pictured Rocks last February, which w- was awesome. So uh, we were talking about uh, maybe meeting up with some of the guys, maybe up in Minnesota when they do their uh, below zero, uh, uh, you know, like boundary water stuff. Um, so mm-hmm. that would be a blast. That might be yeah. a lot of fun to try and work in at some point in time. So it's kind of up in the air. It's a uh, it's kind of a blank slate, but we've got some good ideas, some big stuff. It's just a matter of. I'm what actually getting fit. another hot tent set up. I've been looking at it. And actually, Jeremy and I were talking about doing Salamone. Because uh, we're in Indiana here. We're supposed to get a lot of snow this year, even more than last year. And I know how exhausted you were last year. But <laughs> yeah. uh, but this particular place in Salamone, it's like 200 yards. You carry your stuff from your truck. I'm down with that. I'm, oh, yeah. You, know, you, you and Peterson, keep your sleds. I'm 200 yards. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Yeah, that it know. got down to negative three that day. 
like when I was there. Yeah, it, it gets a little chilly up here too. <laughs> so. um, okay, so we have uh, Byron's. Uh, hey, Byron. By the way, that is a fantastic logo you have, Byron. I, I really <laughs> like that logo. I, whoever designed that is a genius. Um, yeah. Patch yourself see. on the back here, buddy. Yeah. 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 And then Tanya's <laughs> going to do Red River Gorge, Meetup, uh, Garden of the Gods. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, so, so Tanya did the Indian Point Trail, which I, I've hot tended on that, that trail before. And that is the best that that lookout on the Indian point trail over in Illinois is just awesome. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Keith says, keep the people in Florida. Yeah. We have to yeah, do that. Definitely. Yeah. And by Colleen and Johnny. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Guys. Yeah. Absolutely. Has anybody got anything else? Um, Nothing. so I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to have probably six or seven, uh, reviews coming out. Um, I'm going to film them all in one weekend and they'll, they'll I'll schedule them out. Um, so new gear for 2023. Well, new gear. Yeah. I mean, I got, I got a bunch of stuff that's been sent to me that I've been piling up. Um, is there any, yeah, I actually didn't design Tanya's and I didn't design QQuest and I didn't, well, almost everybody, but you actually Byron. Um, so that uh, that's what that's what I got going on this weekend, and so be stay tuned for that because I've got a lot of cool uh, stuff that is going to be used this weekend. So, Andy, you got uh, videos coming out soon? A couple weeks here. Uh, working on a couple of them. Yeah, the yeah. a trip one will probably take me a little while to put it all together, um, and I I think I've got one or two smaller little things that will probably come up before that one's all said and done. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to, to get working yeah. on that one too. So you still owe us a video from uh, Kentucky. So we're waiting on that. Who? You, Chris. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes. That, that'll be on the new channel uh, as soon as I get done <laughs> in three weeks. I keep saying three weeks. Um, <laughs> it's always three weeks. Yeah, I've, uh, that'll be on the Adventure Waste Pictures channel as soon as, and I'm probably not going to do a premiere for it. I don't know. Maybe I will. I'm, I'm still, I'm just so undecided. I don't know. Um, but that'll come out at some point. I just got to get it done. <laughs> yeah. I keep waiting. I know. I know. I'm about ready to unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody unsubscribe till that video comes out. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> no, do no, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. What about you, Brian? How many how many videos you got coming out there, buddy? I just put one out. No, you didn't. Sure, I did. It's like two weeks ago. Two I got weeks. nothing, man. I'm boring. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been anywhere. Dead air in YouTube time. <laughs> I haven't been anywhere. That was the last place. But no, guys. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, you got anything else? Parting words? Wisdom? No, no, not at all. Not at all. Bunch of idiots, yeah. aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> th thanks for having me on, guys. That was pretty hey, cool. Thanks yeah, for coming on. Andy, thanks for hopping on too. Everybody yeah. else that was in the chat, thanks for uh, participating. This has been a fun little forum. This is our longest on one here. yet. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, be I sure to check out the channel, All Things Indoors. So, yeah. my spinoff channel, he actually put up a video. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go get okay, him a like and a sub. 
yeah, yeah, but you can't just search all things indoors because you'll never find it. It has to be all things indoors Raptor. If you search that, you'll find it. So yep. then leave a smart aleck comment. That would be fantastic. <laughs> and remember the meetup. Everybody come to the meetup. Uh, yeah, October 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Yeah, Charles yep. City, Wilderness, Black Hill Care. That, that place. But no, been yep. fun, guys. I kind of like these kind of forums, this kind of format, whatever you want to say. It's fun just to BS and shoot it. So. Uh, with that, we're going to hop off here. Like I said, thanks again to everybody that uh, participated, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. All right. See you.